her name is, will no longer be Sarai. From now on, her name will be Sarah. And I will bless her and give her a son from her. Yes, I bless her richly and she will become the mother of many nations. Uh, where are we? She'll become a mother of many nations. Kings of nations will be among her descendants. Then Abraham bowed down to the ground, but he laughed to himself in disbelief. He says, how come? He says, but, sorry, I'm getting distracted. He says, how come I become a father of, at the age of 100, he thought. And how can Sarah have a baby when she is 90 years old? So Abraham said to God, may Ishmael live under your special blessing. But God replied, no, Sarah, your wife, will give birth to a son for you. You will name him Isaac, and I will confirm my covenant with him and his descendants as an everlasting covenant. Let's look at Genesis 18, 9 to 15. Genesis 18, 9 to 15. Where is Sarah, your wife? The visitors asked. She is inside the tent, Abraham replied. Then one of them said, I'll return to you about this time next year, and your wife, Sarah, will have a son. Sarah was listening to this conversation from the tent. Abraham and Sarah were very old by this time, and Sarah was long past the age of having children. So she laughed silently to herself and said, how could a worn-out woman like me enjoy such pleasures, especially when my master, my husband, is also so old? Then the Lord said to Abraham, why did she laugh? Why did she say, can an old woman like me have a baby? Is anything too hard for the Lord? I will return about this, this time next year, and Sarah will have a son. Sarah was afraid, so she denied saying, I didn't laugh. But the Lord said, no, you did laugh. So we, we, look, at, we, look, at this, we look at this teaching, these this scriptures, and you understand some things. There's a few things I want to understand, want us to understand. You know, in, in the story of Abraham, God told them that they would have their own child. But they did not see it manifest in the physical realm. So when you look at Genesis um, 16, they had a what? A plan B. And their plan B was to do things themselves. Because in their mindset, in their mind, in the physical realm, they were past the age of childbearing. They were looking at their bodies. They were looking at themselves. And they felt they need to use this. There's a saying in Nigeria that says, God helps those who help themselves. I don't think it's only a Nigerian thing. I think also, you know, it's more of an African thing. You know, if I don't help God, how can God help me? That's basically what it is. And it's such a, it's such a big lie that, you know, we've, 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 we've laid castles on those things. We need to help God so that God can, can do something for us. Do you know that this situation happens to each and every one of us? 
whereby we're looking at ourselves and it says, how can this be? We have been waiting or we've been waiting for the plan of God to manifest in our lives and he hasn't. We're still looking to see how it's going to come to pass. We're excited one day tomorrow we are depressed. We're excited in the presence of God. We come here, we're in the presence of God, we're, we're excited. We're like, wow, this is great. Then we leave and we go to the real world and we're miserable. We are prayed but seeing nothing. We're constantly watching out for the manifestation. Also, the world is telling you this is impossible. I can imagine this, these, two, these two people. If they were in this world today, they would say this is impossible. Come on, get, get out of here. It's not going to work. Our friends would tell us that you're crazy to expect God to do anything. No, even encourage you to do something. You need to go and do something quickly. You're getting old. They would turn around and you know make it sound spiritual. They would take a scripture and a scripture to suit their lie. I'm just talking to you. Just you know, what is it that you see that it seems impossible in your life that you you don't know. You have no understanding. You're in a situation that seems humanly impossible. The doctors have told you that it is impossible. You have, you have seen through your eyes, your physical eyes, that it is impossible. You're at a dead end road. You have lost hope. The reason you've lost hope is that you're using your physical eyes to look at the things of God. You can't use your physical eyes to look at the things of God. In, in case of Abraham and Sarah, they were, they were past the childbearing age, which is a natural thing, which is something that they say. I don't know what it is here in, in this world. I think is when you're past 40, they say you can't, bear, you can't bear children anymore, which is naturally impossible. So you cannot blame Abraham and Sarah for laughing. Abraham was 99 years old. I really can't imagine it. 99 and Sarah was 89. When the Lord told them that they were going to have a child next year, it means that Abraham will be 100 and Sarah will be 90. I'm just doing the math. But I'm thinking about it, you know. And you know, I have to say something real quick. Is that Sometimes I was telling my mom this just um, two days ago. You know, we've 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 so settled on the fact of what the world says. When you're old, you're getting old. Every part of your body is going to be worn out. Who said so? Is what you want to believe? It, it's it, it's what you want to believe. I tell you right now, I can't imagine if God says you're going to have a child. Sarah, it means that God already made her young internally. Every part of her body works. Her womb will be working perfectly. It will be like a, will be like a 16 year old womb. Things of God doesn't make sense. We need to know that God Things of God, and I'll repeat it, it does not make sense. 
physical sense, mental sense. We need to know that God is spirit. And we cannot deal with God with natural thinking, natural mind, natural abilities. God is spirit. John, John 4, 24 says, God is spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. The key is God is spirit. You cannot use the physical to understand who God is. You need to use the spiritual to understand who God is. I'll give you an example of our life. When the Lord told us to plant a church, we left, my friend would call it an organized church of 400, 450 people. We left that organized church where we preached, you know, they put us on a schedule and we will we, we'll preach the word. But, you know, we leave here and God says, go and plant the church. I, and I knew what God had already said. I knew what God had already said about us, about the church. I, I knew it. He, he said it to me. He said it to my wife. He even said it to our senior pastor there. I knew it. But you know, that's what, that's the, that's what God said, which is, which is like in the spirit realm. But what happened is you start church and your expectation is when God has said it, it should happen right away. It should be like that. Just happen. It has no choice but to happen. But you see, the thing about it is this. It didn't happen for at least one good or one and a half good years. It was just myself, my wife, and David. And there, there was a time. There was a time that I got a little depressed. I won't say a little. Let me don't, let me don't sugarcoat it. I was depressed. Because I was saying to, to God, I says, you know, but you said all these things are going to happen. And I'm, I've been waiting. I've been looking. And if you know the church, the ones, I'll describe the church. You have the pulpit, then the entrance is on the left. They also have the entrance in front. So what, what happens is that you come to church and you're kind of looking at the, at the door. And it's funny thing is when we did the inauguration, our senior pastor, the one that we branch up of, he says, do not, the Lord says, do not look at the door. Because when you look at the door, he gets depressed when nobody shows up. And, but what happened was this. There was one time I got so depressed and I, I was, I was one, I was just completely, I was so like, God, why do you, why, let's, let, why don't I just go back to the, the old church and call it a day. You know, it didn't work. Forget about it. It didn't work. And as I went to preach, the Lord now spoke to me, says, are you doing this for me? Or are you doing it for you? Is this your church? Or is it my church? I said, oh, of course, it's, it's your church now. He says, so if it's your church, then look away from all that. Don't try to understand me in the physical. Use the eyes of God. Use my eyes to see what I'm seeing too. And it's amazing that what happened was, as soon as I closed my eyes to pray, 
I saw the whole church full of people. I was like, wow, this is awesome. So when I saw the whole church full of people, I said, I'm using the way God, the lens. How to it's like you change your glasses to God's own glasses to see what he's seen. What you don't see, see it. And that's what Abraham, that's what God did to Abraham. He says, I'm going to talk about last week's teaching. He says, go out to the stars, to the sky, and count your descendants. Look at it from my own lens. My own lens. And that's what happened. I started to look at it, and that cured me of what? Anxiety. It cured me of anxiety right away. I was anxious for absolutely nothing. Since then, I go to church. I see one person. I see two people. We see three. Why do I care? It's God's church. It is his reputation is at stake. It's not my reputation. It's his church. So we go there, we preach, and we go home. I didn't have a care in the world. But you know what happened? God saved me from this because of his love. But I tell you why he saved me. Let me tell you why he saved me. James 1, 5 to 8. James 1, 5 to 8 says, If you need wisdom, ask, gen ask our generous God, and he'll give, you, give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask, be sure you're, you're, you're in faith. You're, sorry, be sure that your faith is in, the, in God alone. Do not waver for, the, for a person with, undiv with divided loyalty is as unsettled as the wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. I repeat, such people would not expect to receive anything from the Lord. They are divided, their loyalty is divided between God and the world. They are unstable in everything they do. So the God is delivering me so that I don't become unstable. I'm going up and down. Things are beautiful. I'm high. Things I'm not, I don't see it. I get depressed. I go down low. The Lord is saying, I would not give you anything because your, your trust is not in me. God didn't want, didn't want me to be double-minded. He wanted me to what? To be single-minded. A double-minded man is the one that sets up so many plans. But a single-minded man, he only sets up one plan, and the plan is what? God's plan. That's it. And he stays in a place of peace and rests, knowing that God will fulfill all he has promised. He will not fail. A single-minded man just trusts God. He lives and walks by faith and not by sight. A single-minded man does not focus on the physical. The physical doesn't control him. A single-minded man is, is one that's controlled by the word of God and the word that God has spoken to you. That word that God has spoken to you is Rema. So now the question now will be, is how can I walk by faith? That's the question. 
Hebrew 11.1 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hopeful and the evidence of things not seen. So now your question will be like, it's kind of confusing. It says it's a substance, but I cannot see it. But that's beautiful. God is saying, do not, you cannot take things of God in the physical because he's not in the physical. He's in the spirit realm. So this means that a substance, a substance, you cannot see it. The evidence is the promise of the word, the promise from the Bible. The promise is what he has spoken to you. What made me unmoved, what made us, my wife and I unmoved, was the promise that God has given us. So we are in the place of rest. We're in the place of rest. So the evidence is not with the natural eyes, but it is there in the spirit realm. So we should be excited each time. It should bring excitement. And the reason why it should bring excitement, let me, it should bring so much, I will give you an example at the end. It, it should give you so much excitement that you should be so excited and say, this is what God has done. He's done it already. And when it brings you so much excitement, it should lead you into praise and worship, into thanksgiving. Psalm 100 verse 4 says, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless him. Paul and Silas did this when they were in jail. Can you imagine? I, I, I really... I, I, David, go, go to your mom. Go to your mom. She'll have it. Sorry. It, it, the, the, the key is that when the Lord gives you the answer in the spirit realm, it should bring an excitement to you. It should make you excited. Praise the Lord. It should, it, you, should, you should be so excited. That's what happened to Paul and Silas. You think about somebody that was beaten and they thrown into jail and they're singing hymns. It doesn't make sense. Acts 16.25 says, About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the other prisoners were listening to them. How is it possible for you to be singing? In the natural, it doesn't make any sense. But it's like I said in the beginning, things of God doesn't make sense. You can't use your physical mind, your eyes, your smell. I can't say, I smell God. You can't do that. Oh, I taste God. No, you can't. Stay in the place of thanksgiving and praise to God. It brings some form of joy. You're so joyful. You're not sad. You know what the world wants you to be? When things are terrible, you'll be sad. The Bible says the joy of the Lord is my strength. James 1.2 says, consider it all joy, my brothers. When you encounter trials of many kinds, you know why you consider it all joy? Because you know God is on the throne. God is helping you. 
when God has given you something, you cannot be looking sad. I keep saying it. There's this excitement. Because who? The King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, is on the throne for your situation. Other people might be sad. Other unbelievers might be sad. Even under other believers might be sad. But you that know, that have the revelation of who Christ is, cannot be sad. You need to ignore other people, what others are saying. People will come in. I'll give you a quick understanding. Our senior pastor, when he, when, when he started his church, the church, I won't say his church, but the church, the way in the North branch, he says, when he came in, there were only six of them. The place they were renting from was a Brazilian man. And he came in and he looked at the man and he says, you must be crazy. You only have six people. And you rented this space? Why? He said. Why? And you know, it's, it's amazing because when I, went, when I went to preach, when my wife and I went to preach for, in the Brazilian church, went to preach in the Brazilian church, what happened was the man, after preaching, the man says, wow, you are from Pastor Chinedo. Obrigado, obrigado. I don't know what obrigado means, but you know, obrigado. You know, you, you're from Pastor Chinedo. I told him, he's there to tell me how he told me Pastor Chinedo is crazy for him to be saying praise the Lord to six people. Because why, you know why he was doing that? He saw the excitement. He knew what God has said. But look at now, fast forward 10 years, 15 years, the church, now they bought their own place. There are 500 people. But when you looked at it in the beginning, even that's why I call it the unbelieving believers. They, they are believers, but they don't believe with you. That's why you don't share everything with them. So, so we, we need to be in the place of, I'm going back. We need to be in the place of praise. When somebody gives you something in the physical, what do you do? You say, thank you. The same way somebody gives you something, God gives you something in the spirit realm and says, it's done. Forget about it. It's done. What do you do? You stay in praise. You stay in praise. But we should be careful. The Lord says, warning, 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 warning. Do not manipulate God. Do not start to praise God because you want him to do it. You know, sometimes we, we tend to be sneaky like that. You know, we want to praise, we want to, want to, you know, we want the thing to be done tomorrow. So we start to praise. We say, I'm going to do fasting and praying. I'm going to pray for 30 days. No food. Only water. And I'm going to praise God. You have the ulterior motive. Don't have an ulterior motive when you're doing that. Do it because you really want to do that, because you know what God has said. But when you have an ulterior motive, God will call you out on it. He'll call you out on it. So faith does not look at the, at the natural. I'm going to give you this example and I close. There was a lady that I was listening to, my wife even sent me the video. She was, she went, she went to Afghanistan. And the truck, or like she, she and her friend, uh, uh, the soldiers, five of them, their, their truck 
landed on, a, on an IED and the IED broke, you know, it exploded and they, 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 they were they, they good enough, those five people, what happened? They said their bones were broken, you know, they survived, but, you know, they were kind of in coma for, for so long. And they airlifted them, they went to Germany. From Germany, they, they brought them to the US. And what happened was five of them, out of the five, there was this lady. Now, what she did was she, she said that I can't believe the word. She took the word. You know, the word is a sure word. Though. Even if God hasn't spoken to you, but if you take the word, the word is a sure word. You know that that word, you see, the Bible says, my word will not come back to me, what? Void. It shall accomplish everything I've sent it to do. So the woman decided to take the sure word. The sure word. That sure word. She decided to take that word. And she took the word, and the word was Isaiah 53, 5. He was wounded for my transgressions, bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him by stripes who made whole. So he, she decided to take that word. I kept on saying to myself, I'm healed, I'm whole. I said to praise God for it because it's a sure word. It's a sure word. She said to praise God for it. As she kept on praising God for it, she started to believe it. <laughs> she started to believe it. She started to believe it. She started to believe it. He says, it took her some time. It took her some time, but eventually, this is the same woman that says, you, the, the, the doctor says, you will never survive. You, if you survive, you will never walk. And if you walk, your bones will be, they give, you know, if, if, if. But now, she said, it's, I couldn't do it, but I had to take the word. I had to thank God for the word. I had to stay, in the, stay by faith because this was the only plan that I had. The other plan was not looking very good, but she stayed in the plan, in the plan of God. She stayed in that plan. She stayed in it, and God came through. I will repeat this just in summary. It says, faith does not look at the natural. It focuses on the spiritual. It stays in the spiritual, and he knows it will manifest, but he's not looking to see whether it's manifested. Praise the Lord. It doesn't look to see whether it manifests. It looks away from the natural and fixes his eyes on what God has said, on his promises. And it does not worry about situation. It's a rest. It's a rest. Philippians 4, 6 to 7 says, Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be known to God, and the peace of God will sur surpass all understanding and will guard your hearts and mind through Christ Jesus. The key is, are you going to believe his word? That's the key. Stop using your natural eyes to look at your situation. Use your eyes to see God do his what he does best. Use your eyes to see God bringing you into victory. Know that God has done it for you. Be at peace, be at rest, and go and sleep. Go and sleep. 
That's all you have to do. Go and sleep. I'm going to leave you with this, this, this story, my story. I can't tell you your story, but I can tell you my story. And I will close with that. The Lord just kind of put it in my heart just to encourage one person, one, one person that, uh, that is on here. My story. There was a time that I couldn't sleep. I think I shared it at church one time. I couldn't sleep. Sleep was hard for me. Normally, if for me, when I sleep, I sleep. You know, I could put, as soon as I put my, my head on the pillow, I'm out. But this time I couldn't sleep for a week. I couldn't, I don't know how I functioned, honestly. I, I really don't know how I functioned, but I functioned. But when I knew it was bad, it was on a Sunday. It was on Sunday, I knew it was bad. Because now I looked at somebody's name, I couldn't pronounce the person's name anymore. I knew it was terrible. So I said to myself, I said, wow, this is, this is wild. I need to now go to God. You know, we do that. We allow things to just happen. <laughs> we allow things to happen. Ah, it's okay. Then when it becomes worse, then we now say we're going to pray to God. So I prayed to God. The pastor came one I think the Lord sent the pastor to call me and says, you know, you haven't been sleeping. You can believe God right now. But for some reason, God was not real to me then. You know, God needs to be real to you as well. You need to pray for God to be real to you. So God, God was not real to me then. I didn't, I didn't understand that. You know, I was like, oh, okay, fine. So what I did was I took the scripture that it says he giveth his beloved sweet sleep. He gave us the beloved sleep. I know I put the sweet sleep, but he gave us the beloved sleep. So I took that scripture, wrote it down, put it in the cars, put it in my office, put it in our home, put it by my bedside. And each time I go to bed, I'll thank God because I, I'm able to sleep. If I'm in a car, I'm able to sleep. Everywhere I'm able to sleep. And what happened was, this happened on a Monday. By Friday, I was back to my normal self. <laughs> because I started to believe that there's nothing impossible for God. I can sleep. Praise the Lord. So my, my prayer today is that we take God at his word. We take him and believe it, that he can do anything. Everything is, everything is possible with God. Praise the Lord. I want to use this opportunity for anyone who hasn't received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. This cannot be possible if you don't know Christ. All this that I just said cannot be possible if you don't know Christ. An unbeliever, you cannot understand things of the Spirit. It's only when he comes to the kingdom that he can understand things of the Spirit. So I, I want to use this opportunity to, to, to ask you to pray with me if you, if you haven't received Jesus, wherever you are. He says, you just pray this simple prayer. I made it very simple. You know, it shouldn't be that complicated. You know, sometimes it could be, you know, but sometimes it shouldn't be. It says, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. Lord Jesus, I'm, I come to you today. I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. And you died for me. And you died for me. Jesus, Jesus Christ, come to my life. Jesus Christ, come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. Be my Lord and Savior. Take control of my life. Take control of my life. From this day forward. 
from this day forward. Thank you for Thank saving you. my life. For saving my life. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name I pray. I encourage you, if you, if you pray this prayer to your heart, just go to a, nine, a good, good believing, Bible-believing church, a church that uses the Bible, that talks about Christ, and attend that church so that you can grow spiritually, growing faith, growing understanding, so you can also experience what we experience. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Um, so I want us to... Um, praise the Lord. Um, Pastor Ayo, do you, could you... Could you could you quickly um, pray for the offering and talk about the offering? Okay. Um, so, of course, all our services are online. So what we've been doing is um, we've been giving electronically. We use a product called Tithely, and I'm going to share that more details right now on the screen. Sorry, I'm going to... Baby is also crying uh, This in the same vein. So one second. Chu, you want to take over? Go ahead and talk about it while I just carry the baby. Okay, praise the Lord. So, you know, you can use the Tidely. Um, what I did was, and uh, what we've done, is that we, we installed the Tidely app. And we installed it on our phone, but you could also use the website. Uh, all instructions are on the YouTube page. And I could also, if you want, I could... Um, we, I don't know how I, I don't do the tightly. She does. Aya does. Um, but I normally just go on the uh, download. I tried it. I downloaded the app. When I downloaded the app on my phone, I then um, followed the instructions. They ask you to put in your, your bank account information, or your credit card, or your debit card information. And you put that, all that in there. But before you do that, you have to make sure that you select the Princeton FTLW Church, Princeton. And you have to verify that is the address because they could have different um, different um, church names. So the address is 261 Washington Road, Princeton. Um, so just verify it. And when you go through, it's, it's pretty easy. I, I did it and I put the instructions on the YouTube uh, link. Um, so that's basically it. Um, Pastor, can you pray for anyone that's giving, giving the offering? No. All right, thank you. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, we thank you. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity, Lord, to gather together. Also, Amen. Give. Father, Lord, help us uh, this morning. We give with joy, believing that you will take care of us, believing Amen. that you meet us at the point of our every need in the name of Jesus. Father, for those who are trusting you for a job, we trust you, God, to be their supply. We trust Amen. you to them with favor, like a shield. Lead them, oh God, to the place of employment. Lord, Amen. Earn where they be able to take care of themselves in the name of Jesus. Amen. Those who have businesses, we trust you, oh God, that Lord, that you will continue to grow their businesses, give them creative ideas, Amen. speak to them expand their imagination in the name Amen. of Jesus. Amen. Father, thank you because you are a faithful father. Blessed be your name in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Um, thank you for, for joining. Um, the only announcement I have is um, that we're thinking 
maybe we should have the same thing, the same Zoom format, Zoom, 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 Zoom conference call for Thursday. Um, so most likely we'll do that Thursday at 7.30. Uh, sorry, maybe we could do it Thursday at 8. Thursday at 8 from 8 to 9, 9.15 or so. So we'll try it and see how it goes. If you can join, that's okay. If you can, that's okay too. Um, praise the Lord. Let us pray. I know, I, I hope you enjoyed. Did, did any, did, did, does anybody have any questions? Or I don't want to use this question thing now, but does anybody have any comments? I hope you understood the message. So I think it would be helpful for us to kind of get to know each other you know because i i know we have uh one or two people that are relatively new in our mess you know so and i know we have some folks that have already been regular so i think it'll be good for us to go around if you can turn on your video fine and just tell us one or two things about you let's get to know you a little bit you know can we just use our microphones not the video no that's fine yeah, that's also fine. It's up to you, yes. So, uh, Pastor Chuka, you want to start us off? And introduce yes. yourself? So, you already said it. My name is Pastor Chuka Uzo, and I'm the pastor, senior pastor for Princeton FTLW Church. We started church like a few years ago now. So, we've been, been doing the work of God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm, my name is Pastor Ayo. I'm married to uh, Pastor Chuka. So we're, we're working together, you know, under the circumstances. We have two kids, Sarah and David, you know, and by the grace of God, we'll continue to grow and we will continue to grow together and learn the word of God together. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right. Who wants to go next? I can go. I am uh, Ijoma Uzo. I am uh, Chuka Uzo's sister, and Ayo is my sister-in-law. And uh, I started attending service, I think, um, pretty recently, and I've been really blessed by the word. So thank you. Welcome, Sister EJ. Good to see you. And we have to see your face sometime. Welcome, sis. <laughs> yes. All right. Who wants to go next? I'll go. Um, my name is Essie. I've been attending the church for a while, a couple of years, and now we're doing Zoom. So nice to meet everybody. Yes, Essie. Good to see. Good to at least see you, hear your voice. Yeah. And uh, I think one day Hi. we'll have a we'll have face to face Hi. Sunday. Okay, David. <laughs> Face to face on the way we all see each other. All right. Who who wants to go next? Um, Chinaya, Chinaya had to drop her and say her laptop died. Okay, okay. Mommy, you want to go next? Oh, mommy might not be sure how to unmute. That's okay. Okay. All right. Chinaya. Chidema, you want to go next? Hi. Hi, guys. Hi. 
<laughs> my name's Tilma. I've been here for at least two years. Um, that's basically it. That's awesome. Thank you for coming. Yeah. Good to see you. Wow, good to hear you. And it looks like Miss Candy also had to drop, you know, so we'll meet her another time. I think she joined us for some of the service. Yes. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, mommy, we can hear you now. Okay. I say I am Uzo. I am Pastor Chuka's mommy. Mommy, you are welcome. We're excited to have you as well. Yes, I enjoy the church and the sermon. I always learn things every Sunday and every Thursday when we have our church. Amen. I'm glad to be a part of this church. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much for joining. Let's pray. Um, I know, I know I went a little fast, but you know, this is what the Lord put in my heart. Sometimes I, I would go, I, I'll be honest with you, sometimes I'll go 45 minutes, but this is what the Lord put in my heart for now. So that's where we're going to go. Praise my the Lord. Sandy just shared with us that her, her computer crashed and to apologize to everybody. Oh, no problem. I, I, oh, we're recording the we're recording it, so we'll put it on YouTube anyway. Okay. All right. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just give you glory. We thank you for everyone in attendance. Thank you, Lord, for you, you touching each and every one of them. Lord, we Amen. pray that, Lord God Almighty, your word says, as we delight ourselves in you, you give us the desires of our heart. Amen. Father, to come out and, you know, come and share share in your word, come into your presence. Lord God Almighty, they are delighting themselves in you. So, Lord, Amen. we pray that, Lord, any desires of their heart that they need, that they're seeking for, Father, yes, we thank you because, Lord, you will answer. And you not just answer you, but you will perfect everything that concerns them in the Amen. name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, we give you glory. We thank you for, for, their, for this week that they're going into. That Lord God Almighty, no accidents shall befall them in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord God Almighty, we pray that, that you, the Bible says in Psalm 91, no evil shall come near their dwelling in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, we give you glory. We thank you because this whole coronavirus is evil. It's an evil sickness. So, Father, Lord, we thank you. We put a shield of protection around them. That Lord, it is well with them, body, soul, and spirit, in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, we pray, Almighty King of Glory, that they will always walk by faith and not by sight, in the Amen. name of Jesus. They will always live by faith and not, and not by sight, in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, we pray that they are going out and coming in is blessed, in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, we thank you for their jobs, that their jobs will pray for favor upon them, in the name of Jesus. We pray for favor for Chinea and Sandra in the name of Jesus. Father, Amen. Lord, we give you praise. We thank you because, Lord, we're not leaving your presence. We're going with you. We're going with you because you're always with us. So, Father, Lord, as we meet again on Thursday and on Sunday, Lord, we thank you because you take control, take preeminence in the name of Jesus. Father, Amen. Lord, let's give you praise. Lord, we, we, we pray, Lord God Almighty, that your angels will take charge over, over us, that, Lord, we'll, nothing will happen to us that you'll be with us in the name of Jesus. We also pray, Jehovah, that all the promises that you have made, all the things, all the package, all the things you have put together for us for 2020. Father, Lord, even though we see that these things, you know, the way life is, is not going right, 
O Lord, we know that we speak those things into existence in our lives in the name of Jesus. Father, Amen. Lord, we give you praise. We give you glory. We thank you for our families. We thank you because, Lord, goodness and mercy shall follow all of us all the days of our lives. Father, Lord, we give you praise. Thank you, awesome God, because you are indeed merciful. You're kind. You're glorious. You're gracious. We bless your name. We give you praise and glory. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. We bless Amen. your name. Thank you, awesome God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Let's say the grace in fellowship. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us forevermore. Amen. Surely, some message shall follow us. All the days of the life, I will share in the house of the Lord, of the Lord. Forever, and ever. forever and ever. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you, real good. We'll see you later. Amen. Amen. Amen.